It's Friday night and you're at the video store. The place is a mob scene. People clutching tapes in both hands, bumping into other customers as they hurry to the checkout counter. Like a magnet, you're drawn to the horror section. Surrounded by all the beautiful cover art, you begin to panic. So many titles, so little time, and the store is about to close. Suddenly, two figures emerge from the shadows. Their name tags announce Mikey and Maddie. They will guide you on this journey, for they are the purveyors of truth and good taste. Your video store hosts to take you on a fun ride through all the best in horror. So it's time to light the candles, and as the flint creates a spark, remember, you're never really alone in the dark. Good evening. This is cursed. Death has come to your little town, Sheriff. It's Miller time. Why do you want to know my name? I want to know who I'm looking at. Whatever you do, don't fall. Hello, Alone in the Dark podcast people. This is episode 84. We are giving you WDARK's top 10 Scream soundtrack songs. Now, the reason why I'm doing this is because Scream is known for many things. Amazing killer reveals, awesome plot points, awesome kills, great characters, and the other thing they're known for is music. Really well-timed music, awesome music that's current to what is going on in, in music at that at that time period and really capturing the vibe. Now, I'm going to give you my top 10 radio style here tonight, but I literally probably could take Scream 1 soundtrack and just done a whole episode on that because nostalgia-wise, that soundtrack really does an amazing job at capturing the vibe of that movie. So when you think back to that movie and you hear those songs, I don't know about you, but I get that feeling. I just get that like, yes, feeling, that excited feeling when I think of Scream, the movie, and I hear those songs. So we're going to talk about some of those songs tonight, but we're going to go through the whole career all the way up to Scream 5 with anticipation of Scream 6 coming out in March, which uh, I'm a little curious about. I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to go in sort of low expectations and hope for the best. And um, I'm sure a lot of people are kind of on the same wavelength that I am. But without further ado, it's time to get to our radio broadcast of our top 10 Scream soundtrack song. So let's do it. Number 10. This is Just Us, performed by DJ Khaled and Skizza. Now, this song comes in as one of the classic After Scream logo, post-first attack We'll say in this in this instance because in this movie we don't have a kill but we have an attack. They get, they pulled the rug out from under us and we get this awesome song that comes in right after the screen. Get them, then I got them, yeah. Get them. I did not pop 
That was Sunburn, performed by Fuel, from Scream 3. Now, this song has such a great nostalgic feeling for me because I have grown to love Scream 3. I think after Scream 4 came out, um, I wasn't disappointed with Scream 4, but there was something about it that just didn't have the feeling of the first three. And after seeing Scream 4, I sort of started watching Scream 3 with new eyes, and I really appreciated the plot, the characters, the Hollywood vibes, the recreation of the original Scream movie on a back lot. It was so cool to see all that. So I really enjoyed that. And it's one of my favorite killer reveals, even though the acting is not so great. I really do love the sister and brother sort of subplot there, or the, the killer reveal plot. So this song comes in at a really cool part in the movie where you you see the L.A. skyline almost like like E.T. You know, when E.T. comes over the top of the mountain there and you see like the, the whole neighborhood in the background. Well, we're seeing the L.A. skyline there, Hollywood in the background. And it's our famous rewriting scene where the killer is sending facts which doesn't really make any sense because the power's out, remember? So how is the fax machine still working with the power out? But we're going to let that go. And we get this great scene where the, the faxes keep coming in, the story keeps building, and then what happens? There's something about gas. Who's the first one to smell the gas? And then, boom, everyone goes flying off the balcony. Uh, What's-his-name dies, and uh, we get another we get another ghost face sort of sighting here where he, he is attacking people. And uh, it's a really great part of the movie, and I really enjoy it. So that is my number nine pick, and we're going to get into number eight now, which is What If by Creed, also from Scream 3. I'll be back with you in a minute. Number eight.
So what if, we've talked about it before in the podcast, but this is a really well-used song at the beginning of Scream 3, not an after-credits song, per se, because it happens before we get that classic Scream logo, but it is in the whole, pretty much the whole intro, it builds very nicely with Cotton Weary and his girlfriend, um, where he's racing to save her because the killer is on the phone with Cotton as he's trying to get home, and we know that Ghostface is in the apartment with his girlfriend the whole time, and he's got a new voice changer where he can use multiple voices which is kind of cool so this plays a big part in the scream three and this song plays a big part in this scene as well because obviously cotton weary is a creed fan because that is what's on the stereo when ghostface turns it on really loud to sort of uh you know play a little prank on his girlfriend so this song is playing in the background leads up to the kill it's pretty awesome I like this song. I'm not a huge Creed fan, but I do enjoy the song. And as we do, we sort of become nostalgic and grab onto things from scenes and movies. And this song has done it for me. So that is my number eight. Let's get to number seven. And it is The Swing, performed by Everclear from Scream 2. Number seven.
Okay, so this song is an awesome song. And I've said this before in the podcast. I feel like Scream 2 should have used this scene as their opening scene, okay? I know that the movie theater scene is great, and I'm not disagreeing with you. I think that's an awesome, awesome play on people taking, you know, uh, the the ghost face mask and the knives and stuff and getting super pumped about something and being sort of outrageous in a movie theater where nobody knows what's happening, you know, when when we get that awesome kill in the in the movie theater. But I do think that this would have played as a nice intro to Scream 2 leading up and going right into this song uh, as the Scream logo. And I, I think I said this before. I wonder if that was their intention. Because if you think about it, Cece doesn't really have a big role in this film. And she does not play a big part. And I feel like I heard, I don't feel like I heard, I know I heard that they added the scene where they were in class and they're having the whole discussion with Randy uh, about sequels. And that was an added scene after they shot the movie because I think they wanted to have some more discussion about sequels, but also to bring Sarah Michelle Geller into the movie more. So my wonder was, did they originally plan to have Cece at the beginning of the movie and having her be the pre-credits kill? Well, you decide as well, but I think it was, and I think this song, The Swing by Everclear, is awesome. Let's get to our number six. Number six.
know, a little trivia for you, do you know which movies have a post-credits Scream song? Let me let you think for a second. Well, if you guessed Scream 5 and Scream 2 and Scream 4, you are correct. So, let's talk about our number six, which happens to take place right after the credits, after that awesome intro with the movie in a movie. Some people don't like this scene, but I really enjoy it because it keeps get, keeps going and you're like, is this ever going to end? What's happening? This is pretty cool. But this is our post-credits, screen credits, music, and it's something to die for by the band The Sounds. Now, this song, the way it comes in, it really has an awesome, awesome sound, and I really, really enjoy it. It's got a really sort of upbeat, sort of poppy, synthy kind of vibe, and it's really, really cool. I had this on one of our soundtrack song episodes, but I really enjoy this song, and I love all these post-credits, and I wonder what they're going to do. We'll talk about it in a little bit, but I wonder what they're going to do with Scream 6. Are they going to have a post-credits song? Um, we will find out, I guess, but that was my number six, Something to Die For, performed by The Sound. You're listening to WDRK Radio. All right, we're down to the top five Scream soundtrack songs, and we're going to be jumping in. You're probably going to be hearing a lot from uh, the original Scream soundtrack now, so let's get into it. Number five was Youth of America, performed by Birdbrain. Now, you guys know this song. Hopefully you remember where it comes. It comes right at the beginning of the big scene 118, the last the last blast here in the screen movie where we have our our reveal of the killers and uh, the huge chase scene. And this scene took, I think, 28 days or something crazy like that to film because there was so much involved with blocking and the orchestration and the effects and the action. It was really, really cool. And the, they, they even made... Um, T-shirts, I think, that said, I survived scene 118 for the cast and crew, which was really cool. But this song, man, when this song comes in, we get that awesome shot over Dewey's uh, truck. That's sort of like we get that awesome shot over Dewey's truck uh, pulling up to the party. It's a really cool shot. And then we are right into this scene. So there's something about this song that I love. Uh, and I think this band, Bird Brain, really did a great job writing this song, Youth of America. When you hear the song, scream, and when we watch it, you think of the original movie. It gives you those those chills that we get when we think of this movie, scream, and when we watch it. Number five. Don't believe it 
Oh boy, here we go. Number four, Don't Fear the Reaper, performed by Gus. Okay, so when you hear this song, you get chills, just like I do. When I hear this song, the the, the melodic harmonies, uh, no drums in this song at all, just haunting, haunting melodies, taking this classic song and slowing it down and making it an acoustic song really, really stays with us. And we know what scene it's with. We have Sydney and Billy in her bedroom doing what teenagers do and they're having fun, but they're talking about horror movies and the exorcist and all of us as horror fans are, are so excited because we love this dialogue that Kevin Williamson wrote. And this song goes right with it, and it doesn't make us forget it. So that is my number four, Don't Fear the Reaper, by Gus. Number four.
by the eels from screen two so we talked about post-credits screen music and how impactful it is and this one goes all the way with my number three pick your lucky day in hell performed by the eels now this song comes right after that whole movie theater kill that we talked about the craziness of that scene and the shock and all of everyone standing there watching her screaming for help and nobody helps and then we cut to this song the scream title and what do we have we have sydney in college getting a phone call from a prank call from somebody who's excited about the stab movies and is trying to get under sydney's skin but she does not but the way this song comes in and we get that awesome shot of her dorm room, which is ginormous, by the way, uh, this song stays with me because I love Scream 2. I don't know about you guys, but it's one of my favorite in the series besides Scream 1. They do such a good job with starting this movie with this song. And we're going to talk about another, another song that's going to come up that ends this movie. So let's move on. We're going to get into my number two. Number two.
buddy, I'm wanting you to turn it on. Oh, he's a goat, he's a god, he's a man, he's a guru. You're one microscopic cog in his catastrophic plan, designed and directed by his red right hand. Some might be saying, why isn't this your number one, Mikey? Well, there's my number one, what we'll talk about in a minute, which I have reasons for, but this song definitely deserves to be within the top three, and it is Red Right Hand, performed by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. This song, the best way I describe this song is it's like a haunted house, the sounds the, the noises, the odd lyrics, the strange story of this man with a red right hand. But there's something about hearing this song that I will forever, ever, ever, it's burned in me, think of Scream because of this song. And this song was not written for the film. This song is actually came out uh, years and years before Scream was ever even an idea in Kevin Williamson's head. But there's something about this song that screams, scream. See what I did there? So that is my number two. Uh, I, I wonder where you guys would put this on your list. But let's get to my number one. She thought it was lies She laid a bow on this tree 
Some of you might be screaming, screaming in your car or on your walk or wherever you're listening to me right now. Why, Mikey? Why? Well, I'm going to tell you why. Like I said, Scream 2 is one of my favorite movies in the franchise. 
There's something about this song that wraps up this amazing, amazing movie in the series. It does such a great job. Sydney has survived. She has been through so much since Scream 1. There's something about this shot where we see the campus. It's a really wide crane shot, and it comes all the way up. And we see Sydney walking across the, the, the quad there. And this song is playing in the background. The, the feelings this song gives you, the lyrics, it, you just feel triumphant. You feel victorious. There's nothing uh, sad about this song. It just makes you feel good. So walking out of the theater, I remember walking out of seeing Scream 2, I was just feeling like, oh my God, this movie was so good. And this song is so good. It just gave me, gave me the greatest, greatest feeling. And I remember wanting to run out and buy the soundtrack for this song. So this is the one, even though most people would probably pick Red Right Hand. Uh, I don't know. Uh, another song from Scream 1. Uh, maybe Youth of America. Uh, don't Fear the Reaper. But this song for me has to be my number one sp- slot because it is the reason why I, uh, one of the main reasons why I love this movie so much. And it's one of the reasons why I wanted to uh, listen to this song over and over again by this band Collective Soul, which Maddie and I actually went and saw Collective Soul uh, years ago, but it was so cool to go. And I don't, I'm trying to remember if they actually played this song. I don't even know. I'm going to have to ask Maddie. But this song is my number one because I love Scream 2. I love this song. Collective Soul is has a special place in my heart because of this film. So guys, that was our radio broadcast for our top, my top 10 Scream songs. I hope you enjoyed this. We will have a special bonus episode for, uh, for February uh, on Patreon. So just wanted to remind everybody we are on Patreon. I hope everyone's doing well. Also, next month for Friday Night Frights, we are showing Poltergeist on Friday, February 24th at 8 p.m. So come over to Smodcastle Cinema, hang out with us, and watch the classic Poltergeist. It's going to be a good time. But I'm going to leave you guys with the song that I'm going to make a guess and say this is going to be after our opening kill in Scream 6. This is going to be our post credit song that's going to come in. And it's a song that there's only a little preview for right now on YouTube. I'm going to play it for you. It's a song by Demi Lovato called Still Alive. Thanks, guys. See you next month. Take care. Still alive. I don't want to just Thanks for listening to the Alone in the Dark podcast. This is Ghostface saying Mikey sucks as a DJ. See you in Scream 6.